welcome to the Built Different Podcast. Let's get it. Welcome everybody to the Built Different Podcast. This is episode two of Off the Backboard. I'm your host, Thomas Saxby, T Sax the God, Saxby TV. The whitest man talking basketball. Today. <laughs> no, I'm with Slat. Slat has two T's. Mac one two three oh three. And V Man. <laughs> and V Man. Ricky Tan hit him over the head with a pan. Okay. Oh, what okay. is up, guys? How's everybody Yo, doing know, this actually, week? <laughs> funny story. Um, I think of what I was in like fourth grade. I was coming out the nurse's office because I had a bloody nose and my mom actually hit me with a pan by accident. <laughs> like, and it just restarted. My nose bleed all over again. She was talking to the nurse and like, you know how, like, I was walking close to her. Obviously, I was smaller than her. She like turned His mom is a very me. nice lady. <laughs> Bro, I felt like I was going to die. Anyway. Why did she have a pan while you were at school? All right, well. Nah, because, um, nah, all right, all right, all right, all right. Nah, that was kind of a, you know, she was running the big sale at okay. my school at the okay. time. So okay. she was already in the school. You feel me? Yeah, 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 yeah. She was already in the and school. And everyone, everyone standing around was just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, well, what's on your mind? What's on the top of your mind, uh, man? So, so we got, we got a good rookie class, I feel like, this year. And. Third, uh, second overall pick, right? Um, Chet Holmgren. My boy just caught a season-ending injury to his foot. He's already a fragile, big guy, skinny as can be. Foot injuries to I big guys. Didn't, Tragedy. I didn't see that coming. Oh, no, you called it. Tragedy, but not unforeseen. Yeah, we all called there was probably yeah. going to be injury-proneness to him. I was just not expecting a pro-am <laughs> off-season before he even got the training camp. Yeah. It's a tough one. I really hope that that doesn't like make the NBA owners come down on the players and ban them from playing That's and stuff fact. like that. That's a Because like, this is actually going to set the Thunder back yeah, a great deal. OD. OD. So, yeah. I mean, they... Well, I also feel like as a rookie, my, my take on this, it might be a little bit of a hot take, but I honestly don't think rookies should be doing that yet doing all the summer extra games just because they're out of college and now they got the time i i feel like they should take a a season to to get into that get into some nba training because they got to get used to that schedule and they're sitting here just Uh, playing game after game every single week either way if he would have came out of this healthy he would have went into the season with all this all these miles on his legs already not have the NBA body that he needs, and he probably would have gotten injured anyway. That's just my opinion. Yeah, pro am or not. So I, I agree. I don't. I, I hope it doesn't get taken away. But at the same time, I feel like rookies should be integrated a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Every time I watch him play, I'm just like yeah. scared. He's gonna. They're, they're, the like. team should just be more. <laughs> um, got more of a leash on them as far as like the rookie year, making sure they're hitting the gym, getting reps in, but in the facility more or less. Not just out 
And that's the thing, though. If he does ever get an NBA body, he's gonna be elite. Yeah, I'm not if he gets like Apollo Ben. He's very talented. He's definitely very talented. It's clips because he's got skills. Because they're they're, and it's it's like we've seen this. I mean, the one thing that I think that besides being, I guess, selfish, but the one thing that's really held Kevin Durant back has been his body. If we're being honest. He's had a lot of major injuries at the complete wrong time. I mean, one that you can think of is when he was on the Warriors. Maybe if he doesn't get injured, they, they beat the living hell out of the Raptors. Um, there's, I think there was one specific foot injury when he was with the Thunder the, that completely the derailed series, their yeah. season. Grizzly series. I mean, uh, and, then, and then with the Nets now, I mean, I, I, I truly believe if Kevin Durant had been healthy for those seasons that the big three were together, I believe that would have inclined Harden to be a little bit more motivated to, like to stay in shape. one total whole season. And <laughs> Kyrie, maybe, Kyrie maybe is forced to get the vaccine. I don't know because they're playing nah, so good. He would have never gotten that shit. But, but my my top take on the Nets is my top take on the day is just gonna have to do with the Nets. I mean, I'm really glad that they're staying together. I mean, easily Kevin Durant and Kyrie could could have been traded, could have shaken up the league. You know, I'm a huge. You guys know I'm a huge fan of messy situations. But in this situation, I'm glad they Toxic. stayed together. Toxic situations. <laughs> as we're as we're gonna talk about from you know last season newsflash, this episode is gonna be about uh, last season. We're going to talk about the Nets and the Lakers. I really just want to see that in the finals. I'm a simp. I, I got to see it. I got to see Ben Simmons, Kyrie, and KD handling the finals media pressure. I got to see you know, LeBron with all that pressure again and Westbrook with that pressure. And Yeah, go ahead, V-Man. Hit him with your take because I'm getting horny. First of all, Westbrook's not going to be on the team. He is not going to be on the team, and that is fairly and- evident due to the new acquisition of the Los Angeles Lakers. Pat. Patrick Beverly. There is no way Russ is staying on this team now. I, 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 hundred percent. Like <laughs> they literally just traded for Russ's biggest op, and <laughs> like, if that doesn't say we want you out more than anything, then I don't know what does. So, I'm fully expecting the trade that I'm looking forward next to is the Pacers deal. I, I yeah. believe we're going to take the Pacers deal. Get some Buddy um, Heald and Miles Turner, maybe. That would actually complete our starting five. What? So, you don't fuck with that deal, Thomas? I honestly, mean, the deal, it's, it's definitely more of a, like, this is like the real inside the deal now. That's like the face value of it. That's what the mm-hmm. Lakers did and, you know, the story behind it. But now the actual deal itself. I actually like Stanley Johnson. I did. Yeah, Good you know we were a shit player. show last year. We were a shit show last year, so we got to see I'm all the guys play. We yeah, got I'm to see all the guys play, one. and and he's not he's actually not bad. And in terms bench. of you know THT for Pat Bev, obviously it's better for our team now. But right again, now. THT is definitely younger than Pat Bev. The Lakers didn't get any younger with this trade, which oh. was another one of the problems that they had. Um, but I think in terms of the LeBron era Lakers, this was definitely a step in the right direction. Especially just because like, it tells, it's, it's a tell sign that Russell Westbrook is even more of a one foot out the door, probably yeah. just so that means more changes to come 
Right now, changes can only be good. Man, we had such a fuck it. It's Pat year. Bev. It's Pat Bev. You just gotta oh, love Pat Bev. In the words of my man's Quan Chi, Pat Bev. Pat Bev. What's, uh, what, what's your take on it, bro? I mean, for for what V-Man said, I mean, if if you look at this trade in one way, yeah, it, it makes sense. If you look at it in another way, I don't think anyone could talk about making the Lakers younger or anything because THT is, is a bag of dicks regardless, <laughs> in my opinion. I mean, I think he had some lightning in a bottle of Playing around LeBron will do that too. You'll have your flash in the pan games. They'll get, they'll catch a media, they'll catch a lot of media attention. But I, I think his, and and this could easily be a cold take. I could easily, you know, look stupid at the end of the year. But I think Tht's career, it's been as exciting as it's ever going to be. <laughs> so, to be fair, to be fair, I I honestly am not that a big fan of Tht either. I never really seen the no, hype around me, him that everybody me, was throwing he, out there. Um, he had very high potential of a three D player, not of a star, all star. But we already like had KCP. Like, exactly, like, exactly. So but that's that's literally all his hype was because he had really long arm, really long wingspan for his height, really long. But he, he can't even not, shoot like that. He doesn't have the defensive instincts or IQ, and he just his shot is broken, broken. I just I'm hoping that Patrick Beverly while being on the Lakers, dials it down just a little bit. Because when I think about the fact that Anthony Davis is going to need to stay healthy all year and LeBron James is going to need to stay healthy all year, Pat Bev is that kind of guy that's going to piss off a lot of people. And he's going to also be going after the star players on the other team. So if you think the other teams aren't going to come after LeBron and AD, I hope they're ready for that. On top of that, you're adding... You guys are trying to get away from the toxic culture, but you're adding more to it. Just... Bro, but that's the thing. It's like with Pat Bev, you kind of get a mini Draymond Green effect. Like you don't look at Draymond Green and say, don't go at the other team. No matter what it brings to Stephen Clay, it always brings it to Stephen Clay. That's a fact. But, but we can you trust- don't, you can't. Yeah, we're wild. All right. Yeah, all three of us is crazy. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so I'm going to give an opinion here about the heat. Not a lot of people are going to like it. Not Uh a lot of people are going to like it at all. Here we go. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bobby, bitch. But I've, for the past couple years, and listen, (laughs) I love Jimmy Butler. You guys know I'm a, I'm a fan of his game. I love the the underdog stuff. I got to take the glasses off for this, too. Oh, I've serious. never looked at this roster once. Never looked at this roster once, even with the addition of Kyle Lowry and P.J. Tucker. I never looked at this overrated. roster once and said that this roster was a finals contending, finals winning roster. I've never... I've always thought that... And it's a big testament to Eric Spolstra. It's a big testament yeah. to Eric Spolstra. How far he's been able to juice these teams because I'm not going to lie, it, it got exposed many times in the playoffs. I just think they took advantage of their opponents that they were facing. Um, they, there was often times where they just didn't even belong on the court. And you saw that a lot in the Celtics <coughs> series too. Yeah, yeah they were getting uh, shot up the building. 
So, I mean, as a one seed, great. Are they going to go down as one of the worst one seeds of all time? No. Are they going to go down as a one seed that we remember? Also, no. So, that's my opinion on the Heat. But when it, when it comes to the Suns, I think that was a huge, huge disappointment. But it was one that we all saw coming. For sure. Maybe not in the second round. But we also saw Oh, well, not in the second round. But we, we all saw that that was the eventual demise. That, we're going to talk about that. That was amazing to see. But when it comes to the Suns, I just think they don't they don't got the dog in them. I no. mean, Devin Booker, he has the dog in him at the wrong time. DeAndre Ayton is soft. It's soft as hell. That. Soft. Jesus, yeah. bro. I've never I seen I Bridges got Bridges, a little dog on the defensive end, but... A little, but, like, is he someone that, like, you're really just... I'm just you know, unafraid of him. Top defensive player, but... Unafraid. No, that's what I'm saying, like... He's just annoying more than anything, like... And Lucas still got his. I mean, it, the star still gets theirs at the end of the day. So, I mean, realistically, yeah, no, I'm not scared of that guy either. <laughs> so, when it, when it comes to that, I mean, I liked seeing the Celtics dig all the way to get the second seed. Hell I yeah. think the Bucks should have pushed a little bit more for the second seed because, honestly, I think at the end of the day, the second seed was, you know, the winning seed for the East. It was the best path, in my opinion. Because I feel like if it, just a little bit different, I think we're looking at the Bucks in the finals. But yeah, V man, what is? <laughs> what's your opinion? We are <laughs> uh, the Suns. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't sit here with a straight face and just give them a pass, man. Yeah, that was bro. horrible. Oh no, 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 they don't deserve a pass. Fraudulent activity, like I was saying, bro. Both of them, bro. Like, well, all right, you know, the Heat, they weren't as much of a disappointment as the Suns were. Like, you know, at least the Heat went down with fight. A lot of fight, too. The Suns just went down and just went down. Like, I knew that they were done when they had struggled against the Pelicans in the first round. Like, they actually looked very, very bad against them. Um, And I knew it was going to be a problem going forward. I didn't think the problem was going to come with Dallas, though. Like, I knew Luka was still going to give him a problem. I knew he was still going to give him a problem, but I thought that they would do at least a better job than everybody else around them. Like, you letting Jalen Brunson do what he did is inexcusable. You letting Spencer Dinwiddie do what he did. You let Maxi Kleber. You let Maxi Kleber. He was wilding, bro. Maxi Kleber was wilding. I'm not going to lie to you. Whenever he shot the ball well, they usually took off on them. It's a fact. It's getting to a real dangerous point where Luka is doing something that we don't normally see from some of these other stars to be, and that's his ability to make his teammates better. I think he's really starting to truly understand that, and that is making him very dangerous. If the Mavs can up their talent, like just you know maybe upgrades in a couple spots, yeah, that's they're, why they're going to be. Get consistent contend. shooters around him, and some yeah, that's why I actually good, that's why I actually like the addition of of Christian Wood that they made in the off season. Um, I think he'll he'll pan pan out pretty all right for him. And listen, man, there's no way that there should ever be a prop on FanDuel that says Will Maxi Cleva make ten three. <laughs> that that sentence should that have never eight. even yeah, bro, guessed. yeah, ten, yeah. He I was, think it was that night he hit six. Yeah, he was wilding. 
But ten is crazy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I should crazy. never. I should never see that ever. That should not be something that crosses my my. Screen. Bro, he got. It, it was just how he got the six. He got the six mad fast. But yeah, so. When it comes to that second seed in the East, the Celtics, the Bucks, and the 76ers all tied for it. I mean, that just goes to show you, you know, every game is important. Because, honestly, if, let's say, the 76ers get, get a hold of that second seed, they have an easier path. James Harden gets a little bit more rest. Joel Embiid, maybe, maybe the scenario plays out differently and he doesn't get injured in the playoffs. So any, something, anything different, I believe it could have been a whole different story, but the Celtics earned it. They earned that second they seed. They earned that They got shit. it. Because yeah. at the All-Star um, break, they were looking abysmal. And from there on, they were yes. bugging. Bugging. Now those Bulls, though. The biggest frauds all season. The uh, biggest no, frauds all no. season. I know what I, I just said about the Suns. Wilding. I know what I just said about the Suns in the Heat, but the the Chicago Bulls were definitely the biggest frauds of the season. I don't think the biggest so. fraud of the season. Bro, I feel like the Chicago. But well, who's your biggest fraud of the season then, Matt? The Suns, hundred percent, and the Lakers because <laughs> they started off the season with such high expectations. But, um, but that's the no, thing. The bro. Lakers did that every season, though. Like, the last three seasons, the Lakers started off with high expectations. And we actually lost out pretty much due to injury and not just because we suck. We did suck, yeah. but it was more more largely due to injury than us sucking. 100%, but... Pause. Yeah, The pause, Bulls, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. But the Bulls, bro, they were a great team before three defenders got injured. Then couldn't do shit. Three defenders and their main playmaker. Bro, this is so a... So, like, it's just they like... they came back, I mean... This they is, came back at the very last few weeks of the season. This is this back. is a real stat for the Chicago Bulls last season. Do you know yeah. that they won one game against top three teams of both conferences all season? Yeah. And it came against the Bucks in the playoffs after they lost Chris Middleton. <laughs> if that's not fraudulent activity, I don't know what is. They were beating it. I, I mean, never they, thought they were supposed to be a three seed. I, they finished right where I figured they would at the beginning of the season. Dude, I mean, they were nineteen and twenty-two at, on the road. I mean, like when you're <laughs> when you're twenty-seven and fourteen at home, all you can look at is just how big of a disappointment is. They're my biggest disappointment because I didn't have a high expectation and, for them, so I don't. Matt, you, you're right. I mean, I, I got to give more credit to the injuries that they had. But at the same time, when it came down to the playoffs, you got a beaten Bucks team, a battered Bucks team without Middleton. Yeah, they're still good. But obviously we see what Middleton meant to Milwaukee. Milwaukee to still team. had the best, clear by far the best player on the court. And you had but that's, and you had Zach Levine shooting them out of games. You had Demar Derozan not Zach stepping Levine up. Zach Levine never been to a playoff game before. <laughs> My thing about what you just said, Zach Matt, Levine, is that's his first playoffs. I'm pretty sure. Like, you you said that um, Milwaukee still by far had the best player on the court. Like, give me a series that the that the Bulls would have played in this 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 playoffs that they would have had the best player on the court. Exactly. So I didn't. Expect they would have never them. had the best player on the court. I didn't expect them to win anything. I expected them to be a first round exit this year, around forty five wins at the beginning of the season. That's where I expected them. So I never had a high 
ceiling for them. So that's why they're not a fraud team or a disappointment to me. This is right where I had them. I mean, my thing is, like, you're the Clippers. You're Clippers fans. You're expecting to be the team of L.A., and honestly, this year, the team of L.A. didn't even matter. <laughs> I mean, L.A. was a dark city this year. <laughs> L.A. was Gotham. And at the same time, why I say it's a disappointment is because, at the end of the day, Paul George is a superstar. And Top he 15 player really, they had two. They, they had two chances to get into the playoff. Yeah, playoff, that's a fact. And they, they couldn't do it. And you look at the Suns, they were beatable. They're a deep team, and they... Believe it or they not, they were one of the better man. defensive teams. Yeah. And this year, they're even so. paused. They're even deeper, bro. Like they're a good. This yeah. upcoming year, they're a. They're like a like a third best uh, title favorite in Vegas or some shit. It they're really up. comes down to what version of John Wall Wall they get. They don't need a crazy scoring John Wall. They need a dude who's gonna pass and defend. That's, that's the that's thing, it. though. They need an efficient John Wall. John Wall hasn't been one of the most efficient players over his career. But if he can up his numbers to around 50% shooting, because he's, what, mid-40s now? Yeah. If he can move up to at least 50% shooting, give him around 15 points a game, maybe six. Yeah, I was going to say 13 six to 15 assists, points. They're good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't really have to shoot threes OD or nothing. Just know when to drive to the rim, get some easy middies or layups, and just facilitate your ass off. That's all he needs to do. Tell him, yo, I'll give you 16 shots a game. Just make eight, eight of them. Give me six, 16 yeah. points. So Clippers fans cool. on every possession are just going to be sitting there like, <gasps> Yeah, because you've got three like, injury-prone-ass players in your starting lineup. John Wall, Paul George, and Kawhi. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. I'm a, I would be so nervous. Talk about fan. glass cannons. That's a fact. So... What about, speaking of, I think this is a good time to open the can of beans, the Nets and the Lakers. So yes, going into the season, we saw the Facebook post, we saw the Instagram post, we saw the TikToks, we saw all the posters, we saw all the media beef, we saw, we saw everything. It was going to be the Lakers and the Nets all year. Kevin Durant was going to put the Nets on his back, LeBron was going to put the Lakers on his back. Instead, we got two raging very underwhelming disasters where it, it was kind of like the whole season NBA fans and then the fans of the Nets and Lakers were toyed with literally the whole time because the Nets were just they were just hanging in there and the Lakers were just hanging in there Nets at many points in the season yeah they're gonna have Kyrie Harden and KD all on the court at the same time that never happens on the Lakers side yeah we're gonna get all three healthy and playing at the same time that never happens, and then when it does happen, it's not what anyone expected it to be because Anthony Davis was still, um, you could tell he's playing hurt at that point. Yeah. So, Matt, I mean, talk to us. Like I said a little bit ago, I like, I came into this season, wasn't a fan of the acquisition of Westbrook, would have rather gone elsewhere. I knew AD did not have a healthy summer, so he was coming back without a good work, like, repped summer. He wasn't getting his workout in. He wasn't getting his physical training in. He wasn't doing none of that. So I, I came into this season. I didn't expect it to be this bad. I had the Lakers as, like, a six seed right out of the play turn. Like, I did not have us going far into the playoffs or anything. I had us as, like, a six seed, second-round exit. Didn't think the team was going to mesh at all with LeBron and Westbrook because Westbrook is low-key a mini, very inefficient, crazy LeBron. Wants to go hyper-fast, wants to just get the ball out, 
isn't a high volume shooter. LeBron is, but LeBron just does it fucking better. Westbrook is dirt. No offense, Westbrook. Love you. No, I don't. Um. Anyway, <laughs> um, I just didn't see much. This upside. was this man's favorite point guard back in the day. <laughs> Six years ago, yes. Thunder, Thunder, Russ. I loved you. Um. I just didn't see much upside for this team. I didn't. So, Nets on the other hand, though, I thought they were going all the way. My my two finals predictions: it was Bucks and Suns or Nets and Suns. And I I thought the Nets, if they stayed healthy, they had a good solid team around them. They had vets. They had like uh, Claxton was a good young up and coming center. I thought they were. I thought they had a little little team going for them, but. That shit shit the bed bad. My son James Harden was struggling when he was on the court, but that was few and far between because he was injured a lot. Kyrie said, I'm out of here. Wasn't playing no games. KD was really trying to bring the whole team to the playoffs by himself, and it just was a bad look. Bad look for New York and L.A. this year. Yeah, for me, it was just like, it's mad misfortunate. On both ends. In the beginning of the year, pretty much the promise of, you know, the Nets and Lakers finals. And honestly, it was... It really could have turned out that way. As far off from it as we was, it really wasn't as far as it seems. Like, if you really look... If we go back to the beginning of the season, like, with no prior... With no prior knowledge of what was about to happen, we wouldn't even think twice to say it again. And, like, because it's like, like Tom said, the West, if you looked at it, it was beatable. Like, you can see it, like. There's no clear favor. Right, there's no real clear favor. Especially going into the season, you're thinking that we're going to have Anthony Davis healthy all the time, you know. Boom, 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 boom. If he is healthy, we're a completely different team. If he's healthy, we make the playoffs. You never know what happens. Boom. That also goes into the effect of, you know, the chemistry with everybody and us never really able. Could We actually switched starting lineups more than any team in the league this year. So, it reminded me of the uh, the 2012 Lakers, bro. Yeah, and it was like Frank Vogel is a horrible coach. I, I hated every second of him coaching my basketball team. And <laughs> it was just, bro... Honestly, the coaching on both ends, Steve Nash is not the job for the Nets. They need to honor Katie's request and get him the hell up out of there. Nope. Well, they should. <laughs> and if I was KD, I would have stuck to my word and said, I'm not stepping back in this facility until he's gone. Because he's, he's garbage. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't deal, deal with that. Me, personally, I wouldn't deal with that. But, yeah, the the Lakers side was more, you know, both both sides had chemistry issues. Just because of different reasons. Mm-hmm. You feel me? The Lakers' chemistry issues came from, obviously, us not having a solid rotation, the injuries, the, you know, boom. And on the net side, obviously, you got the Kyrie situation. KD went down for a little while. You know, the the eventual departure of James Harden. Simmons. Now you got to put new pieces together and try to mess so it was kind of like done on the fly and even still they still almost did it not almost because they got swept but you know what i mean (laughs) 
But then again, like you said, it's another what if because it's like, all right, what if Kyrie got the vaccine? What if Kevin Durant never would have gotten hurt? Because when he before he was hurt, he had him sitting at number one in the East. So it's like, yeah, they did start what, the season hot, right? What would have happened if all those things would have fell in line? We very easily could have been sitting here looking at a a Lakers Nets finals, like, but. It just didn't pan out that way. But now it's kind of like I'm starting to see it now. The league is definitely getting a lot younger. And it's like I feel like we're just following the players of our era of basketball. I was going to bring that up a little bit later too. Like, yeah, I want to get into that a little bit. Even though it's kind of like it doesn't really look that way because the Warriors won, obviously, Steph Curry being another they player from our pieces. generation. But still, like the young guys, they're, they're definitely coming. They're coming up for sure. And it won't be long until the players of our generation are no are of no more title contention again. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, we're already starting to see LeBron's effect on the game. They're uh, not really like be as meaningful, like for his team. Yeah, he'll score a bunch of points. He'll be out there, but it's not really holding as much weight anymore yeah. as it used to. Yeah, it's not as Same in, with KD. It's not, it's as, not impactful. as impactful. Yeah, yeah, 100%. All right, Tommy, what you got for us? All I know is that my neighbors are, like, fighting or rumbling up there. <laughs> pretty entertaining. There's some background noise. Um, it, it's disappointing. I think the NBA really got robbed of this matchup that could have been the Nets and the Lakers. I mean, we still get another chance at it, but it's not, not going to be what we intended it to be because – you know, Westbrook's final days as a Laker is probably upon us. Mm-hmm. James Harden was already traded. So that full matchup of LeBron, or yeah, LeBron, Westbrook, and AD going against KD, Ben Simmons, or KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. Already taken from us. Is it going to happen? Yeah. That's what I wanted to see, though. It would have been so amazing seeing Kyrie, uh, KD, and James Harden push for the ring that really, you know, matters for all of them. And then see LeBron in another scenario where, you know, he's just like fucking, you know, just turn it into like God mode and Anthony Davis is doing his thing and Westbrook is going against KD and, you know, Kyrie versus LeBron. And, it would have just know, been a dream finals. Dream yeah. finals. That probably would have been the most like, in, like that probably would have been the most intelligent brand of basketball anybody's ever watched in a very very long time. Yeah, since probably the Spurs and like finals. the high basketball the IQ, IQ plays yeah. would be insane in that finals. Just yeah. because, like Thomas said, like everybody on the net side is playing for that one ring that solidifies all of them. Yeah, James Harden looking for his first, KD looking for that one that's like yeah. Kyrie winning without Braun, but then you got Braun on the other side. This is Braun's missing piece. If Braun ends up with another championship, right. he's undoubtedly the GOAT, and I know he knows that. Yeah. I know he knows that. So it's like, this is his and missing end. Russell Westbrook getting, Russ getting his first. Melo getting his first. Oh, shit. Yeah, Melo. Anthony Davis, so obviously. Quickly, yeah, yeah, go so ahead. And to quickly bounce off of that. Forward. And to quickly bounce off of that so that I can quickly get through the Lakers because I don't want to spend much more time talking about the disappointing Lakers of last year. Damn, son. Um, the Knicks son. were no better. But, exactly. Back. Back. We're going to talk about that in a second. I mean, they were four games but better, the, but... 
<laughs> on the on the side on the side of the Lakers, that's the thing. It's like LeBron knows that, and Russell Westbrook also knows that this is probably that was probably his final chance. For, this is the confusing part. Russell Westbrook knows that that was probably his best shot at a championship. Was Easily. playing next for to LeBron on the Lakers. Anthony Davis knows that he has a lot to prove, and he's already proven to us that he cares about what the media thinks on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he can't sit here and say that he doesn't care. And then you have LeBron, and he's trying to get that ring to solidify himself as a GOAT. But at the same time, we never saw the intensity from the Lakers. We never saw the urgency. We never saw the... It, it was disappointing. It was definitely very disappointing. Pat Bev is about to change all that. Bring some energy. Just He's bring about to energy. change all that. That's all we need. In the locker room, bring some energy. On the court, bring some like, energy. Take Westbrook and his badass attitudes. Ship that nigga off to the Shanghai Sharks and some, give us Patrick Beverly and we're going to be great. Westbrook in a press conference said, I didn't have much expectation for this year. Get him the fuck out of here. I mean, neither did but I, but talk- it's because of him. And then when we talk about the Nets, it's like V-Man said... KD did have them in first. On top of that, KD was putting up 30 points a game and shooting almost 60%. He was yeah, on his was way bugging. towards a historic season. He was bugging. Not, not for is, nothing. Um, I actually have sources for this. KD was actually my pick for MVP last season before he got hurt. Like, before the season even oh, started. Remember, yeah. Before the season even started, I picked KD to win the MVP. I remember, I remember, I remember hearing you say that. Yeah. Or seeing you up and it, it, it. it was unfortunate because... You sit here and think of the games that Kyrie did play when they let him play in, in games that he could. He was dropping buckets. Oh, he was. When oh, he came back. Sure. When he, came back, <laughs> he was a demon. Oh, my God. He was a demon. He was like 40 see. points here, 50 points here, 38 points here, 40 points at another spot. At was 60? Bucket. Like, what? At one point... At one point in the season, James Harden was giving us flashes that he can still do his thing. For sure. Because there was, at, I believe, at one point he won, I think, a couple Eastern Conference players, uh, players of the week or something. Yeah, like that. he actually held it down for a little while while Katie was out. That was when Kyrie was part time. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a whole bunch of unfortunate madness. Yeah. It sucked. It really sucked to see because it was like, come on, like we want it. I genuinely, it was the same way I felt about the Warriors. I like when all these good players pair together because it's beautiful basketball to see. And we're just, you know, we never really got to see too much of it. So, we, so yeah, it was definitely big disappointing. I mean, the Knicks suck. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... The Knicks, it was just unfortunate. It was bad for both of these states of New York and L.A. It was tough. Yeah. The two biggest franchises, money-wise, in the league. Knicks and Lakers. And, and then Nets. When it comes to the Knicks, it's like we have... It was such a wasted year because we had the formula. It was literally just make sure Julius Randle isn't the one touching the ball the most. Just change that, and the Knicks are okay. But he did the and year before where they made it to the playoffs. He was the one touching the right, ball. Right, but that wasn't, that wasn't going to work for so long because oh, once teams it figured him out, So they didn't have out. the formula because they never tested one that worked. It's like, no, but I'm saying that was literally the formula was to get a point guard that can pass because R.J. Barrett needed it. He needed yeah, to they, get space They should have got floor. Lonzo. They, sh- they should have put out a package um, for Lonzo in a sign-in trade. Because that would have been perfect. So when my yeah, my thing was is that like you kind of just looked at that and you just got Kemba Walker. 
Mm-hmm. And then and you just ran. Well, because they put all their bad things in the Kyle Lowry basket. Man, what the hell happened to, to that guy? Who? Kemba. Kemba. Yeah. <laughs> why why does Sometimes he suck now? He... Like Injury. It, it, I feel like it was kind of just going from a very irrelevant situation in Charlotte to going to a relevant, very mm-hmm. relevant situation in Boston, and he just... He was putting up very crazy empty numbers like, bro, in Charlotte. Like, I was actually a fan of that guy. Faced, yeah, because he's faced that pressure before in UConn, but... Like, like step back going, to win the national also, championship? That's crazy. You're also going against a lot lesser tier talent. But we have we have that similar we had that similar player like we had quickly we had Derrick Rose we had yeah, you guys didn't have a pure Alec point Harris. you didn't have a pure point at all we we just had a bunch of guys that could run shoot the three we needed that guy to facilitate the offense and it's just it, it was a wasted year and Tom <laughs> Thibodeau just did it he just he just let everything he at one point you got to look at Julius Randle and tell him to stop being a bitch yeah. No one ever did that. It was just pressure through the media. If I'm Tom Thibodeau, I'm like, sit your ass down. You're the leader of this fucking team. Now lead with, because with, this is still a good team. With him, it's just like he's a very um, – he's a weird player, man. Like if his team loses but he put up a crazy stat line, he's hyped. If well, his the... team wins and he has a bad stat line, he's tight. He only cares about himself. He doesn't care about the team. The thing about Julius Randle is he's he's not a number one. Should you can't you can't treat him like a number one because he's not a number one. If I'm the Knicks, RJ should be my number one. RJ should get the 100%. ball in his hands a lot more. To be honest with you, should I don't even put Randle at number three and make quickly my number two, if that's what it took. To get it into his fucking head. And that's my issue, was that last year we saw that quickly. quickly I, I was just about to say, quickly can actually do it. Like, he has he has that in him. But it, he just wasn't used. It just kept, it It would be a thing with, and I hate Hell the way yeah. Tom Thibodeau ran it this year, but it was a thing where if you performed good, you got to stay in the lineup. And if you just weren't Bro, performing, he was you playing, out. He was playing, no offense to Quentin Grimes. I actually like Quentin Grimes as a player. If he gets a lot of minutes somewhere, I think he could be really good. But um, he was putting Quentin Grimes in the lineup a lot more than quickly at some points at t- towards the late year. And I'm like, keep quickly in the game, bro. Like, why are you taking him out? Yeah. And that's and that's exactly my thing is, like, quickly has shown before last season when we were winning that he can be a functioning player. 100%. But we – how can a player like him or Cam Reddish – Develop any. He didn't give Cam consistency. No Yo, I forgot just, that you guys had Cam Reddish. That's that's a shame. That's a shame. How can those two or Obi Toppin is another good example? How can they gain consistency? He gave Obi. He gave Obi some scratch at the because end of they the struggle year. for one game. Oh, he did quickly too, but it was too late. Yeah. We, we were we were like tied for that playing spot for a long time before we actually lost it lost it this is the thing though i feel like the knicks they're not you could look at them obviously they're not they're not dead yet they actually have a lot like they can get they have a lot a good for young what they core have. and everything hell yeah hell like yeah. if i'm them though i'm definitely going to try to run with with Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly i'll definitely flip the hell out of Julius Randle just get him out of here it's just what's, um, what's his value yeah, right now. What now you you're just for? trying to look for the best available package for him. A, a team is probably going to want you to put some of the, you know, those young pieces around him to give you anything. 
And it's just like... And we're we're going to get into this in the next episode. I'm actually... Off-season stuff. As, yeah. mu- as much as the, the draft sucked as a Knicks fan, I'm kind of glad <laughs> that we got Brunson and we didn't really change anything else yet so that we could possibly see how it works and we didn't, you know, simp for, for Mitchell or KD or do anything crazy. Because I do think the Knicks, we have a good team, and if Quickly and Toppin are going to be bench players again as a 6 and 7, that's crazy. And then you have a returning Derrick Rose, you got Fournier still in the picture. Oh, Jericho Sims is, yeah, he's a dog. He comes in and doesn't score a damn point, but he gets you 12 <laughs> rebounds in like 5 minutes. It's nice to see. Um, but listen, I, I, the king, the kings suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just threw bad shade at the kings for what? Holy shit! I did not see that coming. Son just hit Ooh, him with it. Them motherfuckers, man! Them motherfuckers just out there ruining all the talent they touch, bro. Like I'm, oh, I'm looking happy, Halliburton. They the, got rid of Halliburton. The kings, the kings crazy. really just be having the bag and they just blow it, like. Like they literally have, they literally had the bag. Marvin Bagley, they had the bag and blew it. Like I'm not high on Marvin Bagley, bro. I don't understand how you're not even playing him. How is he not getting minutes? Yeah, yeah. They sh- crazy. The first like what twenty five thirty crazy. Games, they bro. weren't giving him any minutes. But given that, I'm not high on him. But you gotta play. Him. You got especially I mean, like he, contract year. You gotta play him. Got Coming to. out of college, he was a, you know, a scrappy, well-centered player. You could easily turn that into something, but you put it on the Kings, yeah, it's gonna fucking suck. Yeah, Kings literally have no player development whatsoever. And if you can just get somebody to make sure he works on his post, like, fin- like finishes, like, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Perfect his post moves, and then just get a little bit of an outside jumper. He would be a phenomenal player. Yes, his defense is not there. But as far as an offensive player, if you just perfect some of the things he's okay at, he would be a good player in this league. But I'm just not too high on him because of his defensive lack or lack it, of defense. It sucks. Dude, so much fucking talent has passed through these guys. Yeah, bro. And on the flip side like of that even, as well. Even right now, you can look at this team and it's like, wow, that's a talented team with, with De'Aaron Fox, uh, Davion Mitchell. A Sabonis. But low key, Sabonis. Um, also, Mitchell is my guy. I he's know, a I dog. Like, I he's like a Davion dog. Mitchell. It's the Sacramento Kings. Why are we yeah, putting like, so much thought into the Sacramento Kings? No matter what. Because they sucked for too no, long. No matter what, they're going to be the Sacramento Kings. I'm keeping a stack. We shitted on Chris Webber when we were on our last episode when we said Tim Duncan had no competition at the power forward. Chris Webber was a dog back in those days, and we did not bring him up whatsoever. Shout out to Chris Webber because we smoked you. Sorry, we were smoking everybody. Last Chris Webber, if you're if you're here in this, don't give me that look. Stick with what I said last Don't give week. me that look. Matt apologizes. I don't. I Chris Webber was a dog. I don't. Like, Chris Webber was Matt, a dog. Don't, don't don't come on, man. He got We're, smoked by the Lakers. Are you really gonna politic about Chris Webber? That's the best you Chris got. Weber That's the best dog, you got, bro. bro. That's the best you he, got. Alright, alright. On to <laughs> Oh, there he is. Was he going Sorry, on your man, dude, you were you were spewing a whole lot of bullshit. <laughs> You know, sometimes right. you just gotta leave toxic situations. I feel you. So, 
How about we get to these awards? Keep it a stack. Name Let's them. go through them real quick. All right, name them out. So, Monty Williams wins Coach of the Year. I don't, I don't give a fuck about uh, the Reggie Bullock. Reggie <laughs> Reggie Bullock wins the social the social. He won an award. Social Justice Award, bro. Uh, the very, Grizzlies executive it's a very good award. Very good award. Zach Kleiman, who was 33. Damn, that guy's getting to it. He won Executive of the Year. Patty Mills won NBA Holy. Sportsmanship Award. Drew Holiday won the Teammate of the Year. Bro, get, get, get to the real awards. Get to I don't the, know how he can win that get award. To the the get playoffs. to the main awards. Get to the main awards. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? All right, so Marcus Smart won the Hustle Award. No, I'm kidding. All right. Huh. All right. Um, so Ma- Monty Williams won Coach of the Year. Marcus Smart wins Defensive Player of the Year. Tyler Hero wins Sixth Man of the Year. John ja Morant wins NBA Most Improved Player. <laughs> Scotty Barnes, your boy, Scotty Barnes, Rookie of the Year. Scotty too hottie. Jokic wins his second MVP award in a row, and Devin Booker, Luka oh, Doncic. Uh, Jason Tatum, Giannis, and Jokic were first team for uh, All-NBA, and the All-Defensive first team was Giannis, Bridges, Gobert, Jaron Jackson, and Marcus Smart. All right. So let's let's talk about let's talk about Coach of the Year. That that would be a quick one. I think it was well deserved. Yeah. Um, they, I think obviously looking in the playoffs as well that Monty Williams really did play a huge part. And then during the regular season, had a good system, well flowing. It fell apart in the playoffs, but I do think that was well. The players fell there. apart in the playoffs. Like you can only coach so far. The players aren't even gonna just. Bro, yeah. that game seven, they they were not hitting anything, bro. They were each player was like one for six and one for eight and like two for twelve. Like, bro, it was so bad at one point. Like, yeah, it's just you can only coach so much. Yeah, you only can coach so much. But, um. The the coach of the year is justified. Um, it's a sixty one team. Not really much more to say about that. Me personally, yeah, though, you, I probably would have gave it to Eric Spoelstra, just considering the fact that you got the number one seed in yeah. in the tougher conference. It was um, a tough. Yeah, East was a tougher conference this year, but eleven but more a, wins. I say it's a sixty one team. So sixty four wins over fifty three. You kind of got to. Yeah. Because they were by far the best winning team <laughs> in the league. Yeah. And I think we, we can all agree that Tyler Hero deserves sixth man of the year. I don't yeah, think there he was, was bugging any, off the bench. Yeah, 100%. I don't think there was any arguments with that. He's just a player coming off the bench that happened to have starting stats. Yeah, 100%. I mean, what others? Do I think he was the most impactful sixth man? No, but definitely sixth man of the year. What do you know who the runner-ups were? I was about to say, what other sixth man were, were they? So I know Jordan Clarkson did not perform I wanna, like he did. Yeah, he played like shit. No, yeah, I was going to say, I want to say, I think Cam Johnson was one of them on the Suns. And yeah, the I other one, I, yeah, I, I believe they that. threw Jordan Clarkson on there anyway. But the most interesting part is that yeah. Kevin Love was not advertised as top three, and he came in second. Really? In six man? Wait, well, yeah, he was averaging. Yeah, yeah he was. He was going he was. off, yeah. For a bench player, he was he was he he was actually finally I think it, accepting the role of a bench guy. If the Cavs finished above play, and I think he probably would have gotten more votes and maybe more attention, because yeah, he really I, was a huge part. That veteran present off the veteran presence off the bench was definitely huge. But I just feel like that that award was far and away here. Like 
heroes all the way. Yeah. yeah. So Marcus Smart wins NBA Defensive Player of the Year. I personally loved it. It was nice seeing a point guard win the award. That is, um, yeah. I, I did like that a guard finally he won. Was finally. Yeah. And as you saw in the playoffs, he was very instrumental to the defense of that team. Uh, I think it was well-deserved, all the hard work that he's put in over the years. I'm glad it wasn't Rudy Gobert's bitch ass. <laughs> no, nah, because he can only guard certain players. <laughs> like, he can only guard players who yeah. only play the paint. Yeah. Like, it's just like... And and Bridges, gets, I think that the big difference between Bridges and Smart was that Bridges, he still lets the star absolutely manhandle him, whereas yeah. Smart, I think, doesn't... He doesn't have as much... Marcus Smart is more of a dog. Way more yeah. of a dog. Than See, the only man. the only contest I have for that um, award is Marcus Smart wasn't really injured much of the year. He was, I'm pretty sure, healthy the whole year. Maybe a couple games here or there. But um, I think he fell apart in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't even give a fuck about the playoffs. I'm talking about like regular season awards here. Um, <laughs> I, the first half of the year when they were bad, they were low 500. Out of a playoff spot, this and a third. Robert Williams was injured most of the first half of the year. Once he came back is when they started really going the fuck off. And he can guard two through five, in my opinion. He can switch. He can switch out onto smaller guards because he's a smaller center. And I honestly think he's the reason they turned themselves around. So that's why when he won it, I was happy when Smart won it because they don't give small guys enough credit on defense. But I honestly think this year should have been – I think it should have been Robert Williams, and I think in the top three voting, Gobert get the fuck out of there. Robert Williams can get in there. Yeah, I don't know about all that. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. But my thing is, is it? I was just like, yeah, man. <laughs> dude, dude just loves Robert Williams, I guess. But um, nah. Robert Williams was definitely had a big impact on them for sure. But this is what it came down to to me, which is why Rudy Gobert wasn't even a factor in this to me at all. At it all. really became down between Marcus Smart and Michael Bridges, and this is why. Today, today's basketball. Rudy Gobert probably would have won it ten years ago, ten fifteen years ago. You feel me? But in today's basketball, it's a very guard driven league. It's a very outside driven league perimeter defense is kind of what you need the most it's vital yeah you feel me it's very vital Gobert can't why he definitely definitely can't he really can't but now every playoffs it comes down to who's the better perimeter defender between Marcus Smart and Michael Bridges like I said I would 100% go after Michael Bridges before I would even think to go after Marcus Smart if I'm a ball handler with the ball in my hand you feel me Marcus Smart isn't somebody you would want to be guarded by he's physical more physical than Michael Bridges is he's more he has more defensive technique than Michael Bridges has he has a better he has a bigger IQ or a better IQ defensively than Michael Bridges has so that's why to me it was kind of a no contest um, yeah, like I, I'm not like I'm cool with either of the Celtics winning it. <laughs> it's just and it was, it was a, one of them. I feel like Marcus Smart again. He can, especially since today's NBA is like much smaller. Generally, yeah, Marcus Smart has guard. the ability to guard one through five. Yeah, Michael Bridges can't. He's too small to guard 
the fives. Like, like he's like he's not strong enough to guard the fives. Yeah, he's skinny. He's a skinny guy. Marcus Smart. I think it's a it's a testament to Monty Williams as well um, for Brid- Michael Bridges' success. Uh, Monty Williams. I hope the Suns. Well, I I, I don't care what the Suns do realistically, <laughs> but. The Suns, I they better hope they don't let Monty Williams go if they under if they don't do what they got to do this season again, because I think he's finally developed a system that works and works really well. But I don't think it's a system that's gonna win a championship unless it has different players in that system. Yeah. Because it it just it works, but there's those players that are there. I don't know. Maybe we see a different side of the Suns this year, but. Anyway, John Morant falsely wins Most Improved Player. Yeah. <laughs> when you're Fick. a star, honestly, I had a I had a whole problem with the entire top three in that voting. What was the uh? Like what was it? What was it was the top three on that. It was Ja, Dejounte Murray, him. and um, the other one I didn't have too much of a problem with. Who was it? Tyrese Maxey, I believe. Tyrese Maxx. No, he wasn't in it. Yeah. Uh, it was Darius Garland. Yeah, Darius Garland. Darius Garland, I didn't have too much of a problem with because he actually did perform I didn't even very have a well this season. With Murray. But it really should have been between Darius Garland, Tyrese Maxx, and Jordan Poole. There was no yes. no debate in that to me. I, I personally yeah, felt 100%. like Jordan Poole should have won the most improved player because to me, in my eye test, he was 100% the most improved player. But. The only argument for Ja was that he went from scoring, what was it, 18 points a game to 28 points a game. So he jumped, what, 10 points a game. But we expected him to take that jump, which is why I'm not understanding, you know. But the NBA is yeah, trying very nobody, hard to push Ja right now. Nobody saw Poole jumping out to that. And given, like, I don't think Poole wasn't my winner in, like, my uh, board. He was in the top three, but he wasn't my winner. I had Garland as winning it. Cause just because he flat out showed, yeah. like, that's his team, 100%. Yeah, if it was out of those three, yeah, I, I, I'm but still sure that it wasn't going should have been in the top three. And because no, no one, no one, no one, no one thought he was about to be a vital piece to a championship. I was about to say, that was my reasoning for him being my winner, was the fact that I had I, I already foreseen it. That if he even kept playing close to the uh, the level that he was in the regular season during the playoffs, he was yeah. going to be that vital piece to a championship yeah. team, and he ended up being exactly that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't think Josh should have won it. It was yeah. It's like you said. They're they're really putting his name out there. They're. they're and like I said, Dejounte Murray was just mad random. Like yeah, he did his numbers did improve, but not more he than the other two guys that 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 we know. But how many people had to get hurt for him to become an all-star? I think my... The West was weaker this year. But I think my my three were Garland, Poole, and Murray. I didn't have Ja anywhere in mine just because we saw that coming. 100%. Yeah, and it's so... So my take on this whole thing is that it's it's confusing. Like, the this award has been built on people that have really changed their game and have really, like, improved from something... To completely something else, because looking at the history of the award, I mean, last year Julius Randle, perfect example. Year before that, Brandon Ingram. Year before that, Siakam. Year before that, Oladipo. Year before that, Giannis. Year before that, C.J. McCollum. These are all players that really did take a leap in their game and really did change what we had all. We we kind of Perceived. ran all those guys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe you could say that. Yeah, we knew that Brandon Ingram was going to be good. 
but it went from him being nah he a question mark I'm about to, to say he had a really slow start though that's why he won most yeah. improved Julius Randle it went from you're a role player to okay now you successfully led the New York Knicks of all teams to the playoffs yeah. you know whatever happened after CJ McCollum for him it was Aldridge left Batum left and he was able to be a good sidekick to Lillard and still bring him to the playoffs. But no one had, no one had him in... Yeah, but no one had C.J. McCollum in their cards as a top player. In yeah, that's what I'm no saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, some people... He like, came like up me, out of nowhere and was able to still keep the Trailblazers relevant with Lillard when everyone left the fucking team. That's what I'm... Yeah, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah, and then... People like me and V-Man who saw Giannis's stardom for whatever reason from a mile away, <laughs> no one really, you, you'd look at this guy and it'd be like, how does he become the best player in the league? And he took that leap that year to show us. Yeah, I, ne- I, I then, never saw he what he is now, Indiana. but I knew he was going to be a good like, player. I never, I never saw what Giannis is now. Giannis? Oladipo took a step from role player to star. Yeah. I mean, I know yeah. he ended Two-way up you know, injured too. again, and, but... All of this happened, but John Morant went from being really good and we knew that to really good and we knew that. <laughs> so it was like, okay, <laughs> what was? Is he the most improved? His stats say yeah, but like the story, no, because we knew he was gonna do this. Yeah, we all knew. We all, was, and we all knew Dejounte Murray was gonna have a great year. We didn't, Garland, we, we nah. knew he was a good player, but we didn't know he was going to propel Cleveland. But at the end of the day, did he propel Cleveland? Because they still finished ninth. And this is another thing to me about the whole... Uh, They're a young team. They, he propelled Cleveland. This is another but thing they, to they me. They still finished ninth. Yeah, when the year before, they finished, what, like 13th? Like, it's a, it's improvement. Right, but, but for whatever, all that aside, it's Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole's my pick. I don't even care about a Tyrese Maxey. I don't care about anybody else. It's Jordan Poole. This guy went from G League last year. We had no idea what the, like, I had no, I, I was disappointed to see this guy on the court. I, I wanted him out the league. I wanted him off the Warrior. I, like, I hated that guy. I thought he was so overrated because he was good in college. But he turned that around, and now I love him. Pool party, baby. And it's like, my thing is with the whole job thing is like another reason, a testament to why your numbers even look like that is because you're in a team that is literally tailored to you. Built around you. Jordan Poole is in a system with many other great players. And also. All time great players. This is nowhere near his team, especially not right this second. So, Scotty Barnes, my guy. Hot seat. Wins rookie of the year. Yeah. I love it. I mean, Scotty Barnes is quickly becoming one of my favorite players in the league. He might end up being my favorite player. Scotty Barnes is a dog. Yeah, for sure. He's exciting to watch. I'm glad that he ended up winning it. I mean, his game just it, we watched it evolve throughout the year. It was one it was a very fast evolving game that 100%. he was showing off as the season went along. Uh, he averaged way more than his, you know, cuz he he finished with 15, 7.5 and 3.5. Yeah. Um, but he definitely played way he affected, higher. He affected the, the game season. way more than that. Yeah. Like his numbers don't even show how much he affected that team. And big shout out to Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley, you A know, dog as good well. rookie year. I just definitely think with in regards to the Raptors winning games, this is exactly what the Raptors needed because mm-hmm. they're in this weird spot where they're coming off of that championship win. 
They still have some of the pieces. They still can compete on any given night. But obviously the Raptors needed that one driving force to push them over the edge again. It's early in his career, so I don't think he's going to do it just yet. But he's shown us that he can be that driving force because they got all the way up to fifth. And overall, as his game develops, as he improves, as the Raptors continue to go on, go on, I'm excited. And I think he's going to be that driving force. Yeah, I'm, I got no argument with Rookie of the Year. I was either saying it should be easily Scotty Barnes or Mobley. I got no problem that Scotty Barnes won. They both were doing really good this year. Um, and yeah, what Kate? I think Cade was third. And if, if Cade had played like he did the second half of the season all year long, he would be far and away it. But his his he's a he's a point guard, a rookie point guard. The first half of the season, he was buns. But he, two he people bugs. gave votes to Franz Wagner. <laughs> Franz Wagner was Franz Wagner was good, but nah, not better than those year. No, 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 he's not. <laughs> he was a surprise though. He was way better than Jalen Suggs this year. My thing way was, better. I don't really have any like, I don't have any arguments with this. Yeah, like honestly, to me, this is pretty much based off of preference. It's either yeah. it's either you like Scotty or you like Evan Mobley. You're not really wrong for either because they both, respectively, are dogs. But honestly, the winning of the award pretty much came down to the seeding of both. I feel like if yeah. the Cavs would have, um, if they would have performed up to what they were doing the first half of the season, they easily Evan Mobley probably would have been the Rookie of the Year. But since the Raptors ended up with the better record and stuff, and um, Scotty Barnes ended up contributing a little bit more to it. Then yeah, the um, Scotty Barnes is definitely the rookie of the year. I have no arguments with that. Yeah, no arguments. It's one of the only ones and they got honestly, right. It's we're in a we're the league is in some good hands. I know we're we're coming right back to to it. We keep coming back to this point, but it's in good hands because the last five rookie of the years, when you look at it, Scotty Barnes, Lamelo Ball, John Morant, Luca, and Ben Simmons. Now Ben Simmons, yeah, laugh. Go ahead, but I think once this guy finally gets his shit together, he's gonna be. He a was top an all star. He was an all defensive player. Like people gotta calm down with the hate on him. The shit about Ben Simmons and is they just like, gotta bro, accept what he is. We know you can play basketball, bro. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking play basketball. We know you can play. I, I, That's it. I enjoy watching his game. I, I love, love watching. Ben I enjoy Simmons. watching. Fuck, nigga, I watched Ben Simmons that has dropped forty already. Like. We like, know you can play the game, bro. Just play. What the fuck are you acting so self-conscious for? Like, Which gets me more and more mad at Kevin Durant because it's like, force this guy on the fucking court, man. Right. Force your people to play ball. Force but, your teammates. But, like we it's said crazy. Last Just get your episode, teammates to show up to their job. He doesn't <laughs> want to be a leader, bro. He yeah. wants to just go and ball. He don't care who goes on the court with him. I mean, he does, but like, he's not about to go... Talk to Ben Simmons at like, but at any point if you're Kevin Durant, you could have gotten that wine bottle out, put in a couple of ice cubes in it, poured some wine in it, hand it to Kyrie, set a fire, set up a real cozy environment, and been like, hey man, can you please get your vaccine so you can play the game of basketball? Right, real quick, I need help. Real quick, I want to win. You put ice cubes in your wine. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I mean, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Why not? Is that? It's kind of that's that's not normal. You usually have just a very no, like basic gla- or regular glass. You just pour it in. I've never seen ice cubes with wine. Pause, but like I gotta take care of my throat. Hey, <laughs> oh, 
Wine could be rough. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. All right. All right. All right. All right. He's wild. Right, so the, the MVP. Oh, here it is. Here we go with this shit. Here we go with this shit. I'm happy that we all got. No, 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 no. This award has lost so much value. Yeah, 100%. So much value. So I'm going to I'm gonna give my take here. I know we're all, we, we're all in agreement that Jokic didn't deserve it. 100%. And for me... Big shout out to Jokic though. At the end of the day, phenomenal player, a total still. dickhead, and not appreciate that he did have a twenty-seven fourteen. Nah, what he's doing 18. is wild for sure. It is for sure, and to not have have those teammates around you, it is what it is. Even though I believe he's still the one running the ball, so that you know these results are going to happen, and they're going to happen more because they're not around you. But regardless, he wins the MVP. Phenomenal season, historic season, I believe. There was there was a stat that he broke out there somewhere. I didn't care that much <laughs> to know which one. It was like it was like fifteen thousand and or something. It, it was a lot of numbers put together. And Wilt was involved. So anything that you do better than Wilt was impressive. Yeah, no, you can do better. You just but did it with Wilt. It <laughs> sucks. players to do something. It absolutely it absolutely sucks that for the second year in a row. The MVP is going to someone that just outlasted everybody else. Yeah. Didn't, wasn't the best player, but the one that just outlasted. Yeah. And it also sucks that this specific year is the one that Joel Embiid should have been named your MVP. With like lat like two years ago when he first won it, I could see it. Yeah, Joel Embiid did get hurt midseason. This and the third. Yeah, he outlasted everybody. Everybody got hurt. And Jokic did bug out. And their team was good. Everyone was healthy. It was good. I get that. This year, he literally only played six more games than Joel Embiid. It wasn't even like Joel Embiid got injured, OD, and they just were like, all right, he didn't get enough games played in. We're giving it to uh, Jokic. No. They literally just gave it to Jokic for storyboat reasons because his team was injured. But he was literally only a sixth seed. And given the sixth seed in the West compared to the fourth seed in the East was only like three or four games difference. But it's just like, I I don't get where they, it just, it was clear cut in a way, Joel Embiid's. I'm about to say, this is the thing to me. Jokic got it because his teammates were hurt. Embiid didn't even have teammates to be hurt to, to, to begin getting with. Yeah, when he started off the season, it was him, Maxi, because right. Tobias Harris was not playing good in the beginning of the season. It was him and Maxi, a second-year player, Maxi. So, I I feel like I'm about to go on a tirade because here here here's I, I'm sorry, like I don't know. This got me like this subject got me heated. This is the one. So let, let, let's look at all the scenarios that played out for this guy to win MVP, right? Because at the beginning of the year, it was Katie versus Steph, and it was oh, for exciting sure. that we by thought far, that, that was going to happen, far. right? They was wild. Steph, Steph shot himself into a slump because OD. he was chasing a record. OD. He was bad and for like a good two and a half Kevin, months. Kevin Durant three. got hurt. So Kevin Durant gets hurt, and Steph, Steph gets into a slump, right? Boom. LeBron James just happened to be on the Lakers and not, not a winning team. 
Yeah, cues bubble. Okay, the fuck boom. Out. There, there's, there's the other scenario. Because if if the Lakers were a winning team, if they were the sixth seed, LeBron's, LeBron. Oh, you know how sure. weak 100%. the MVP race was at one point this year. No offense to Demar Derozan, but when they were a four seed, Demar Derozan was third in MVP voting at one point. Bullshit. Bullshit. Literally. Anyway. Literally. Bullshit. <laughs> John ja Morant. John ja Morant. Got injured and missed some games. He probably would have been way higher on this list if he didn't miss those games. Yeah. Luca was a maverick. Uh, Giannis, they just didn't want to give it to Giannis. This is, I think Giannis is this year is probably a good. It, it's it's a the LeBron effect is, is on him now because now it's like yeah, okay, Gian, they don't want to Gian, give it. Giannis's resume would have been way too good, way too quick if they would have given it. Yeah, him. and and Jokic and yeah, Joel Embiid, they're not about to let Jokic win either next year because they don't want somebody. To they get just didn't. They just didn't want to give it to Embiid, and it sucks because a lot of us push for Embiid because of his story, and the story was not as. Good as it's gonna get this year, unless they win a championship. Yeah, he's probably I mean, you're never coming into get a the chance. season, and the guy that's supposed to be your right hand man, the guy that's supposed to help you bring a championship to Philadelphia, completely quits on your team, Ben Simmons. On top of that, as V Man said, it was just him and Maxi for a while because Tobias Harris was struggling very hard. Embiid had to put up some real crazy Insane numbers for bro. this team. Yeah, he was bugging, bro. And he got them at one point. They were, I think, a top two seed. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And in the other regards, I believe what Jokic had around him was better or at least comparable to what Embiid had around him. For sure. Towards the, towards at the end, the end of the day, of the Jokic, year, they had, Jokic players had players around teams. him that could feed his system. Jokic always has had players around him that could feed his system of Up basketball. Until Embiid. Had to just go out there and just be a madman. Up, up, up until Philly got James Harden, they didn't have. They didn't have a better player than Aaron Gordon. Jokic had Aaron Gordon all year. Aaron Gordon played like shit last year, though. I'm gonna keep the Not, not too bad though. He was still effective. Nah, he he did. Yeah, he did okay. He was definitely still. funny. A hell of a lot better. Uh. uh he was more consistent throughout the season than fucking Tobias Harris. Tobias was. Harris, yeah. Like yeah. he was way better Tobias in the first half of the season up. than Tobias, um, Tobias did pick Harris it up in the playoffs. Though so. Tobias played good in the playoffs. And, but it, it it sucks. It sucks that all those scenarios had to absolutely play out for this guy to win the MVP. And at the same time, Joel Embiid he won the fucking scoring title. He's a better defender. Way oh, better like defender. how? Okay. Down the stretch of this season and into the playoffs, Jokic was removed from games at the end of the game because they needed better defense on the floor. How is that in any regards valuable? I mean, I get the other stuff is valuable, but at the end of the day, how can you look at that player and give him an MVP vote? How? Yeah. Embiid is playing every minute on the floor. He's got you on both ends. And like Yo, it's injuries. good what Jokic does, but you're you're on the the sidelines coaching your team while they're about to do the final play instead of being in the final play. And yeah. you're telling me that's fucking valuable? Compared, like I get it compared to other people, but compared to Embiid, what? Yeah, it was it was kind of it's outlandish. I, I mean, when you look at it like that, then I'm not giving it to him over Giannis neither. Yeah. But I already had it like that anyway. Like I said, he was already third on my MVP vote. 
You know what's crazy, low key? Last two years of MVP race has been those three. That's two years in a row where the MVP race is three foreign players. The league is getting international, baby. <laughs> foreign and then Luca's gonna be in that bitch in a couple oh, years. Yeah. International, baby. Nah, Luca's gonna be in that conversation next season for sure. Depends on how good the team is. But so, yeah, nah, he's gonna be in the before we. For sure. Before we move on, I'm going to give you guys the irrelevant <laughs> draft fact of the day. So, love this. in 2010, I'm, I'm taking taking us back a little bit. In 2010, 2010. guess who the 76ers to took? Last year. Okay, 2010. Yeah, that's fair. 2010, guess who they picked with their number two pick in the draft? Number Evan two. Turner. Yeah, 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 I remember this. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> he ended up guy. in his career... In his career, he did average an impressive 9.7 points a game, <laughs> 4.6 rebounds, and 3.5 assists. He was such a bad shooter, uh, bro. But the NBA is hard, guys. The 76ers, they could have drafted DeMarcus Cousins. They could have drafted Paul George. <laughs> they could have drafted FK Udo. They could have drafted Al Farouk Aminu. They could have drafted Greg Monroe. But no, they drafted Evan Turner. That, that's all I got for you. That's a sad. That's sad. Bro, I really hated that guy, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. I really had a strong dislike for Evan Turner, bro. Like, even in, in, in like, 2K. I hated him in 2K. Like, you ever just have that player you don't like? Because they don't do shit. Yeah. Like, Evan Turner, <laughs> Evan Turner was just that guy for me. Like, I, I just didn't, didn't like him. Evan Turner never he he could get you some assists for a forward. I don't even know what the fuck he did. Like, but like he couldn't score the ball well at all. I knew he could dunk. He was, he was athletic shooter. a little bit. He was athletic a little bit, boy. Like a little bit, a tad. Nah, he was athletic. He was actually and pretty athletic. He was a big old goofball. If that year ends with a championship, that kind of gets rid of the sour taste that was left behind. There's nothing that you can't smooth over after. after I 100% agree with that, but I think KD is such a, for lack of a better word, he's a prima donna. (laughs) I thought that was going to be like, he's such a. No, he's a prima donna. And like, bro, his feelings get hurt. OD. Bro, just from Twitter, that man be having tantrums. So, for a. Guy Listen, who's saying, if I'm, in the intent, if I'm in the middle of an intense ass game, and you tell me, well, exactly, we we won before, we won without you, we don't need you, you're a bitch, this and a third, like that puts a, a crazy mindset on you, to where like, I don't, I think regardless, he leaves because he uh, wanted to prove himself. Again, that could easily be smoothed over as nigga. I'm just trying to mot- mot- motivate you. I think I could. I think you could. I think he could. I don't think KD would because he is a he's and a honestly, I think it. I think it was water under the bridge. I definitely think it was water under the bridge. It's just when you sit down and you think of a free agency decision, those things come back up in your memory. And it yeah, and Ky- but Kyrie is his best but friend. I think it All, like in the league, Kyrie is his best friend, and Kyrie had was whispering to him the whole year about joining up together. And all oh, this is finally going to be your chance to say you got a ring your way, and it wasn't in the warrior system. And he he wanted he wanted to get a ring uh, without everyone scrutinizing him about being a snake or going the easy right. way out. 
Only thing I got left to say on Kevin Durant is, is I just hope it works out for him. If it doesn't, you fucked up bad. Oh, my yeah, boy. yeah, 100%. I think he should have stayed with the Warriors for his legacy, uh, but. The more, the more we travel through time, the more that I. Because I'm a KD fan, obviously, he's my favorite player. And the more we travel through time, that's kind of my thought process, too. It's like. I'm hoping this works out because if it doesn't, you, you fumbled just... the bag, bro. Like right now, you have to at least match their one. Yeah. You have. Yeah, to. they got one without if, you. It reminds if me you, a lot. Because if like, you don't, they literally own your entire career. That's a fact. I'm sorry, they do. I feel, it, it, and this is gonna be a really weird comparison, but as much as I've studied on Will Chamberlain, KD kind of is having like a similar career trajectory where he's the most. Talented player in the league, I think we can agree that he was for for a while um, there. That because he was just this almost seven foot guy that can shoot, um, but his selfishness got in the way, and he won his two championships. Yeah, but didn't leave the legacy, leave the impact that he should have. You know what's tough though? When Wilt went to the Lakers, man, they made the finals so many times just to get smacked by the. Fucking Celtics, and then like, and they had Elgin Baylor, they had Jerry West, they had uh, Gail Goodrich, they had a good team around them and shit. But it's just like they couldn't compare to the Celtics. And then the year my crazy. boy, the year my boy Elgin Baylor retires is the one year they win. <laughs> so Elgin never got one. It's tough. Man, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. Listen, we'll average 50 points a game and 26 rebounds a game. I don't want to hear nothing. That's just insane. Imagine just averaging 50 points a game. Like, you just know you're going to show up to the arena as a fan and watch them drop it. Like, you just... That is a guarantee on, like, more than 75% of the games that It'll are going to be It'll just be my luck on He's the score. night that I'm there. He just scores nine. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Plumber Senior just out there, just like fucking locking him down somehow, some way. Will had too much Jeez. sex that day. Just like <laughs> but either way, you know, the Warriors, they won the championship. It was a very beautiful ending to, you know, what could have been a disaster of a playoffs if I feel like it went in a couple different directions. I was happy with the ending. Jordan Poole, you know, one last shout out for, for Jordan Poole from my end. So you know, pool he's party. really turned a good lead. He went from one of the players that I absolutely did not like watching to honestly top three favorite players he's that I love watching. Player. Um, I'll, 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 I'm gonna back this guy for a while because um, he's exciting and like he, he just fits in Golden State and it's, it's just exciting basketball. So I'm really, I'm happy for the whole thing yeah, for sure. He's a dog, obviously. Obviously, as a Steph Curry fan, Steph Curry winning his not 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 even just a championship in the Finals MVP. He had a really historic season as a whole. Hell yeah! Like breaking the three point record, winning the All Star Game MVP, the championship, the 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 Finals MVP, the first ever um Western Conference Finals MVP, mm-hmm. just accolades after accolades after. Accolades. And Loki, it's not even just winning. Uh, the All-Star Game. What did he win? Sportsman of the Year at the ESPYs? It's not even just... It's the way he won the All-Star Game MVP, bro. Yeah. Son bucked the fuck out. Savagely. Like... 
Imagine being LeBron and having him on your all-star team and then just pulling up back to L.A. like, Yo, Russ, what we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Nah. After playing with him in that game, I would be disgusted to go back to what I had in L.A. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, none of y'all just can shoot. This man just made 20 20 fucking three-pointers in a game, bro. He just made 20 three-pointers. Y'all just can't get me four. Any one of y'all give me four and we're great. I promise you. Well, my final final take here is going to be that while we were on this podcast, a player by the name of Usman Garuba, he's on the Rockets, I believe, in the NBA. He... He, he pooped his shorts mid-game. Are you dead ass? Are we dead ass? What? What? No, no, what? no, 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 no. What? what? did you do, Usman? Nah. What did you do, Usman? You're capping. So when, they, when, Paul, when Paul Pierce claims that he's led the next generation, he has. Because here we are. We have players shitting. You know what's funny? I don't got a single article about such. Oh, so I'm going to say it's false until I see otherwise. Why don't you go and look up Usman Garuba? Are you spelling it right? <laughs> yeah, bro. bro. Look it up on Twitter. Okay. It's all over. You. Once you go on Twitter, it's it's, it's a crazy. I know. One. Twitter is crazy. I'm going. I'm going to Twitter right now. I'm going to Twitter right now. Yeah. Usman Garuba. My son Dookie. <laughs> Hell, man. That is, that is crazy. Now my son Usman Garuba for the Spanish League. Damn. Yo, because if he ends up doing anything, it's going to be a 30 for 30. <laughs> my son's shitty. <laughs> Yo, I hope he writes a book. Like, I really hope he makes the NBA and everything and writes a book about, like, and then, He's like, like a, this, moment this is, like, like, his third year, second or third year in the league coming up. Like, yeah, he, he got drafted, like, a year or two ago, bro. Yeah, he's young as fuck. Oh, he's already played 24 Yeah, I think he'll last play. year was his rookie year. Okay, so this year is his second year. He averaged two points on forty three percent shooting. Right. Yo, I, I, I think oh, he no. did it on this fucking dunk. Oh no! A dunk. <laughs> 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 he had a dunk in that game. Oh, I, and I saw, think he just yeah, used a little yeah, bit too yeah, much yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, with that, I that's think a that's good a good. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point to end our episode. Listen, this is a blast. But honestly, I'm having fun. I'm having a blast. Oh, Hope you guys did too. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, do everything. Damn, we're at that point uh, now. We got a lot more coming. <laughs> like, subscribe, even, follow. We're even, even more than sports. We, we got okay. a lot coming. Thank you for watching. This is the Build Different Podcast. BDP. Don't do that again. Bro, he was hitting threes and all that. He was literally shitting on them. <laughs> <laughs>